Welcome to the Pixel Pushers podcast, where Sarah and Brian tell you what's on their mind this month or not. This is episode seven, Surviving as a Creative. How do you survive as a creative? It's not the easiest thing now, is it? No. Uh, It's taken my whole life to make money at it. It seems like uh, most creatives... um, um, well, we're kind of talking, I guess it could be artists, we're thinking about photographers and video, videographers. Um, it seems like the really good ones kind of suck at business. Yes, <laughs> and, the, and the ones that are good businessmen are really not that great at photographers. Right, like, look at me. Wait, what? I'm not, I'm not going to say anyone's name. <laughs> because, um, I mean, they're, I don't mean they're not good, they're good enough, obviously. So, but why is it why is it so hard? Why do you think it's such a hard thing to? I think a lot of people try to take it as a hobby, and they kind of always keep it as a hobby. You know, they like like no, I have a business, but it's really just kind of a thing they do on weekends. Or well, once it becomes a business, it is a whole other game um, that is hard to play. I mean, you have the passion for creating, but the business end of it is is like reading a law book. I mean, it, it just it's tedious, it's difficult, it's, it can be very boring. Um, and if you, have no, if you don't know what you don't know, you don't know where to get the answers to help yourself with business. So I rely heavily on uh, my uh, clients and, and, and mentors to tell me the truth about things because, you know, I had marketing and law classes in college. I didn't have but, college, so. But nobody taught me what it was really like. I mean, there's so many things that, oh my gosh, I never knew how to how to go through a LLC process. I didn't know how to get a vendor's license. I didn't know the insurance I had to have. Well, actually, All I remember is writ of habeas corpus in law, and that has nothing to do with business. Well, with um, your first photography business, um, you paid like a lot of money for something that was really yes, easy. Legal Zoom. I, I used uh, Legal Zoom for my um, for file. my LLC, and I had no idea that I could have done that for what a hundred bucks, and I paid like three hundred. Yeah, but and you can I fill it out. It's three. It's like literally five or six things: know, name, I, address, right, and yes. that's about it. And I don't it's, really mind that too much. That's not too much, too terrible, much a lot of money. But um, you know, it took a lot more than an LLC uh, to get to get that off the ground. And I, and right. I, I had to seek the help of other business owners uh, to get it. Plus, it's a lot different. When I was in college, it was ninety-five. Oh, things are very different. You should see my marketing book. It has like confetti on the cover. Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, we um, actually, for our business, we have, uh, we'll just give a shout out to Real Change, uh, business yes, coaching, yeah. um, who has helped us tremendously. Yes. yes. Um, as well as um, my background, you know, is this is the fifth business. We do bits, the fifth business I put my name on. Uh, two of those got sold. One of those was a startup in Dayton that kind of fizzled out because, you know, we were. Because things change. Because things changed. Um, the other one just expired, and it went on for twenty, almost twenty years. And I, we've now moved. I'm now moved to this. I got. I had the luxury at one point in time. I was working for a software company uh, called Palo Alto Software. We'll give them a shout out too because they are the number one business planning software in the country. And so what I got out of that from working there was learning a lot about business planning as well as just being involved in the business community out in Oregon. Um, you know, we were involved with the Chamber of Commerce, it was on the news all the time, helping other businesses out. 
So I, when we started our thing, I felt like I didn't know it all, but pretty prepared to like go into it. Mm -hmm. um, and luckily, we have that experience. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't. It's hard one experience, and what we do lack, um, others have filled it, have recognized and filled in. It hasn't always been easy to hear uh, what you're doing wrong, but but I definitely appreciate uh, the harshest criticism I've had. It's been the best. So. So what have we been doing wrong? What have we been doing? I mean, there's been some obvious stuff, but... Like. One of the things that I think creative people make a mistake about is that they... You think that, I'm just going to be better than this, my competitors. I'm going to be cheaper, and I'm going to be better. And, and that is not uh, necessarily what people are looking for. Um, I'm very, very skilled and very educated in my craft, but there's other people that are... Are, are good enough, um, they, and they, they have different approaches, and, the, and they're more successful than I am. So I've definitely learned that I cannot carry myself on, on just skill and talent. Yeah, um, yeah because your, your skill goes back to the darkroom days. A right. lot of people uh, getting into this aren't close to 50 like we are. Right. They weren't doing the darkroom. They yeah. started with digital. And well, and they're doing better because they have a, a knowledge that, that maybe I don't, or that I'm just now learning. So. And I think with a lot of people we've met, um, I feel like uh, people get stuck in what they're doing. I do this. This is what I do for business. Yes, that happens with a lot of people our age. Process, yes. and they're not open to change at all. Or right, and it is easy. It is easy to get like that when you have something that has worked. Say that you have something that worked pre-pandemic, and now all of a sudden it's not working, and you're very frustrated, and you blame it on everyone else. Um, when really you need to shift, which we absolutely have had to do. And I, I actually embraced that a little bit because I, I kind of um, was a little bored and. Well, and just being a photographer, I wanted to expand it into videography and, and channel it into what I was best at, which was the business photography, the commercial photography and headshots. You know, I wanted to be Ansel Adams, but like, why do I love doing headshots? I don't know. I, I just really, I like the interaction with the people. That's my niche. So that's what I'm going to channel my energy into. I'm not going to try to do uh, senior pictures and newborns and, and, and videography and commercial photography and pizza ads and... People that are doing that, please hone it into what you really want to do. Uh, that's the best advice that was ever given to me, and it has yeah, served don't me offer very everything. well. Don't offer everything. Yes. You know, I see so many, especially in the video. I do it, weddings, it I do commercial, I love headshots, right. I do babies, I do Christmas shoots. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you... How do you how do you do any one of those things good? Right. It's like a, it's like a Gemini yeah. thing. And it's not um, that they don't. The, they do them well. It just looks... It didn't work for me, I'll put it that way. Well, like, uh, going back to um, just always being able to evolve, like, always being able to, like, accept change, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I can bring that back to my days as being a software developer. Um, I remember I got real stuck in one language that kind of, that language started to die out. And as soon as I started going, as soon as I, my regular clients, I started to need to find new ones, I found myself 10 years behind what everybody else was doing. It's important not to get stuck. And like, take that risk, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, well, we're doing a live stream right now with you know, one, two, I never would three. have done this on my own. I never ever, without your inspiration, I would have been like, you are out of your mind. I'm just gonna keep photographing events and just keep doing what I know. And that was not serving me, especially once the pandemic hit and I was driving for DoorDash. It's like, because uh, I couldn't, all the events were shut down. I gotta do something else. and. Uh, it was very hard to pivot and learn uh, to do videography, but now it's opened up a whole new 
uh, a thing for me, as well as the paint, the furniture painting and stuff I've done in, in downtime. And my, my uh, precious dog died in April. It's been a very hard time for me, as everyone knows. And I've dealt with the grief by, you know, you get up with that ache in your heart and you just paint something. It can just be awful and terrible. And I'm really not the best painter like that, that, that's actually something that... But it's evolving into something that is uh, going to uh, harmonize with what I'm doing here, because I have a little art gallery you that were, I'm building. You were just saying, like, oh, the live streaming thing. Like, when we... I was like, wow, the pandemic's hitting. Let's do a live stream. Uh, let's offer we were live bored. streaming. Yes, we were actually, we and, were very bored, and we started well, we started doing, doing it ourselves yeah. every week. Yeah. And those are kind of bad. Um, <laughs> You can go back and watch them all. I love the bad stuff. The bad stuff is the, it's the gem. <laughs> Seriously, like anybody who, 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 any artist who becomes famous, everybody wants their early stuff, their first things, their first lyrics. Oh, their, you know what I mean? Like I went back and watched some that, of those. Those are terrible. But, some of the, yeah, but some of those times were the best for when, us. When I said, let's, um, let's do this for, um, let's offer this to clients. We can do this. You were like, hell no. <laughs> like I said I will never be able to do. Actually, I still, if I had to do the live streaming by myself, it would be very challenging. Um, but but what I was looking at, I was like, what is everybody else who does what we do? What are they not doing? And they're not doing that. Now we're starting to see people starting to offer it. Um, I mean, yeah. well, the pandemic didn't help because um, I think it's on our webpage. Something I wrote about, you know, live uh, live streaming your event used to be an optional thing. Uh, during the pandemic, it wasn't optional anymore. You it's pretty much had to. Right. Yeah. And I see a lot of um, cutting-age business owners. I'm going to give a shout-out to Solid Blend Technologies that are willing to make those changes. Uh, their events are, are becoming hybrid. And I think hybrid events are really the way to go right now, whether there's a pandemic or not. Um, some people want to tune in uh, yeah. via the event live stream. Some people can't make it because they're they don't want to travel or they can't travel. Um, some people are still working from home because they haven't gotten back into the office or the offices no more. Uh, so to offer that is it is awesome. It really opens up a whole new uh, opportunity for for both videographers and for businesses that want to do the hybrid model. And, and it's really not as hard as I thought it would be. So, like, what I guess the point on that is, you know, we went from, like, talking about people who offer everything to what sets you apart? Like, what really sets you apart? We're really goofy. Yeah, and I don't like to talk to people she does. And you can go to a convenience he store. He does, though. He talks to people like crazy. Yes, if I go to a convenience store, you're, 20 minutes you're to probably going to know so. about all of my banking misfortune or okay. my dog. Um, you might know. About, whatever it is that you tell me about, I will have my whole story about it. Like, even in our space now, we've been having conversations. Of, we're going to split this whole big area up that you can see here. And we're going to have... There's us. We're little. Yeah. We're going to have some... Um, some rental areas. Uh, we're building some walls, finishing the floors. Yeah, a lot of work painting. Um. Good Shepherd Ministries came out and uh, and and sanded our floors down so we could put a nice coat of paint on them, and they look nice for our studio spaces. They were and, pretty uh, gunky for. Uh, oh, they were place. gunky. They had like we, like we're talking about. This has been what a T-shirt manufacturing. It, it, all, all the mess, all the paint, all everything on the floor and everywhere is from the but, um, uh, silk screening. But place. where does the industrial wax build up on the floor come from? I can't imagine. Who would need industrial wax to make t-shirts? I mean, it was just, you know, that goopy stuff that's all thick. 
And you know, and then it attracts foes and you just have these fuzzy goop mountains all over the place. <laughs> we have those sanded out, um, uh, with the exception of a few where the floor is just a little damaged and, and we're okay with them. Just doing some of my crazy furniture on those areas. Uh, yeah, we've got, that's our little office. Yeah, here's our office. Um, I don't know why I had to pull that up, but just Yeah, you can see we got the goofy, weird little floor that we're going to have to fix. And yeah, we there's got definitely a lot of work to be done. So what we were thinking, and the computer that should be on my desk is not here. So what we were actually thinking was, um, you know, what can we do different? What's, what's going to set us apart with a studio? Like, okay, everybody... Uh, photography rental studios are what a dime a dozen now like i yeah. don't know i mean yeah like i think there's three of them at least right here in our building oh more than that really oh god yeah, yeah way more than that yeah. and you know if you do a search on the internet in dayton so what what if you search for a video studio what you end up with is a photography studio with a bunch of stuff in it that you can shoot a video in that's not what commercial video people want they want a big open space without all these props and there's a couple other things they want that I'm not going to talk about. Um, but I think we've decided, like, hey, let's not do it. Are you talking about the Swingers Dungeon? I'm talking about the infinity walls and the green screen studio. Right, and, uh, yeah. Um, places to prepare uh, commercial what, food. Yeah, what, what isn't I think Colum Cincinnati, Columbus are the nearest Cincinnati, place you can get, like, a full kitchen. Cincinnati, we don't Columbus. have a full kitchen, but we're thinking about it. Cincinnati, Columbus is the only place um, that offer a professional commercial video studio. Now, if you want a photography studio, which apparently they're doing for commercials, because they don't want to make the drive to either town. So, what, the point being, what sets? What can we do that can set us apart? You know, um, what is no one else doing? That's hard to do won't? because every time you think you've thought of something, there's like five more to crop up, and that is one thing that's made photography frustrating. Um, and that's another reason I've edged away from it, because their photographers are a dime a dozen. I, I hate. I hate to say it, and they're all good. They're all good enough to deliver the product. Um, it's easy enough to learn on YouTube. Uh, what you can't learn, you can fill in with technology. So um, it's very frustrating having, having spent so much on my college education, but it is my responsibility to uh, rise above it rather than complain about it, and that's why and I, I've made the transition to video, and, and I offer some photographic... Um, Things that you know maybe aren't so easy to 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 learn for an amateur, uh, like very 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 consistent headshots. Right. The one like say you shoot one six years ago, it's gonna match the one you had yesterday. So or that, you know what, that what, what isn't something that just anyone can do. With the business, in my opinion, with, I don't with know, the maybe business headshots, what happens is uh, someone does headshots. They do they go through the whole thing. They light it. They touch it up. And then all the headshots end up on a website, all next to each other. You know, and it looks like a, a ring around. And if you like know what some, a color someone's ring head is, is huge in it. Someone's it, head is small. small it's like, and I know this because I've done that. Um, some of uh, the headshots I've done are still uh, they're, they're still an inconsistency. But as I go with the businesses that I do, the headshots regularly for um, I match uh, very accurately um, all of them. And they can look a bit uniform and a bit plain, but that seems to be what, what the business is like. That seems to be what they want. Um, if they want fancy portraits, I can do that too. But um, most businesses prefer a very straight-on, clean shot, which is surprising. You know, and I think 
You know, aside from what sets you apart, how, how do, going back to how do you create, setting survive. Me, setting myself apart as a headshot photographer has required me to be kind of dull and straight on. That's okay. And people like it. Well, they want it to match. They want every, all the color, all the posing, everything to match. Well, and that's another thing, because a lot of headshot photographers are like doing these like elaborate backgrounds. And know, they're uh, beautiful. That is, that is not. And they, they do. They look, they look great. But, you know, you throw them all on a website next to each other. They don't other, match. It's not. Right. Yeah, that is, a, that is the single hardest uh, technological uh, thing I've had to overcome with that kind of portrait photography. And so what makes it hard is, and I think a lot of people are guilty of this, is, um, um, is it's something I like to say. There's a big motorcycle out there, I'm sure you can hear. It, it is Linden Avenue. Um, community, not competition. Like, I think there's like something to be said. I was watching somebody um, who, who was actually doing live streaming and had all these film video people and photography people and technical people, and they all had their separate businesses. But when they had a big client come up, they all got the same bid, and they would call each other, did you get, did you get a request for a proposal? And um, they're like, yeah. So they all ended up working on the same project because they worked together instead of worked against each other or not doing the community thing. And it was actually really lucrative for everybody. I think a lot of people were closed off and like, no, this is my thing. I don't want to let people in. Especially in the video, in the photography, we've got a lot of collaboration with other photographers. Um, in the video world, man, there's a lot of egos. There's a lot of cold shoulders. There's a lot of um, competition that wants to push you out. And you can just tell when you try to collaborate with them, um, somebody who's doing exactly the same thing that you're doing, and they just, <laughs> You know, I mean, oh, it's, it's sickening, actually. We uh, constantly need, like, an extra person, not for, like, a full-time Well, thing, I would love to be able to... But for a project or a job For or example, whatever. if somebody doesn't want the straight-on boring headshots I do, maybe I can send them to this person that does the real creative stuff. How would you, you like know? to do it in our studio? Or would you just, here, take <laughs> this one because it's not my thing? You know, we can't... We're running into a lot of problems, especially in video. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know what the threat is, um... I imagine uh, the competition, maybe they feel there isn't enough work. I feel there I think is very enough work for everyone. There's plenty of work Based for Based on your style, you know, I'm not going to suit everyone. Uh, my style is not going to suit everyone. And I think it's different in different cities. Because like I said, that one person I was talking about, wherever they were, I don't remember where they were. It sounds like everybody in the whole like industry is working together, which... Right actually kind of tends to make everybody successful. <laughs> I know? agree. I agree. I think it's uh, much more beneficial to, to try to embrace the competition, which we've done. And we've been burnt. You, every now and then you get that occasional thief um, <laughs> or someone that, you know, takes your work and claims it as theirs or someone who actually physically steals from you. Yeah. It's still worth it to give people a chance. Yeah, use your gut, though. And then just when they do that, you just don't work with them anymore. But... Um, Use your gut. That being said, it's been very, very, very... In my entire career, I have only met one person who has, has stolen my work. And I've heard that they've stolen physically from someone else. But that is, um, like I said, that's the first time in, what, 30 years that I've... Other than in college when somebody steals your scissors or something. I mean, nobody's ever really stolen Someone anything. stole my pen once. I was really upset. But... <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean... 
going into business okay so you're taking pictures um like in our building we have um especially right now being close to christmas we have a lot of people coming in on the weekends running out all these photo studios or maybe they have their own places but they're never here ever except for on the weekends Weekends, right, now. right around christmas time yeah. yeah yeah i'm a little envious of that and um I think that doing, you know, and like, oh, I have a business. No, they have, uh, these, these are the people with, they work five days a week and have this extra money Ex on the weekend, yeah, right? Yeah. Like doing like a full-time business, be able to live off of it. We'll figure that out soon. We have yet to do that. Oh, we, we make, we, we do pretty We well, maintain, we do maintain. We're not homeless yet. This is true. <laughs> um, Which we both have been before. But, um, <laughs> like, what have we done? Like, seriously, since, um. I mean, you've been doing photography forever. I've been doing video, but um, I was actually, video was my hobby. I was um, doing the video stuff, uh, doing a documentary here and there, working on another documentary. I was doing that all on the, the side, you know? Um, and then we came together and decided to create this business. And I think our equipment, we, were, we had limited equipment. Uh, we had a, a shelf. I can't even begin to tell you how. Um, we need a solid blend cup. Yes, we did. Ken. We need a solid blend cup. So, I mean, we have come from that to, um, we can't get the camera into the equipment room to uh, way too much equipment. Um, to the point where it's terrible to move. Let me clarify, uh -huh. there's no such thing as too much equipment. The problem is that every gadget we buy, we have to carry on location. And it, my daughter was making fun of me because I didn't want to bring my laptop. I'm like, it's too heavy, it's too hard to move, it's too hard to carry. <laughs> He's like, Mom, you toss it in that case. and I'm like, you don't understand, that's one of a hundred cases of stuff. Well, I used to laugh at you for that because you used to bring it every day, you know? I did, but that's all I had. Now we have how many monitors and, and, uh, and I still want more stuff. <laughs> but, you know, the more stuff you have, the more you have to carry around and then you have to... Uh, we're at the point where we, we could use a truck, but um, that's, a, that's a little out of our reach right now. Um, so we're going to strap Penny up to a wagon, and she's going to pull our stuff, right? So what we learned during since that time, like, I mean, we've had a lot of hard lessons learned on yeah. the fly. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't something that someone taught us. We just, like, we actually just had, we have a, like a kind of a weekly meeting that happens every three weeks. A weekly meeting that happens. That was every three weeks. Yeah, yeah that where I like usually really... work with um, self-tangling cords. Uh, there are a lot of self-tangling cords out there. We, um, one of the subjects of our meetings, and let's be honest here, is like we are getting into post and are spending way too much time in post yes. fixing stuff. And it was like, what's happening? What is what is causing that quality that we have to do so much work in post? And a lot of this work was stuff we can't charge for because it's our mistake. Um, and like, it's great to evaluate yourself that way. Like really like step back and give yourself a objective, uh, a look from the outside. And I think we kind of nailed it on what was going on with us. Mm -hmm. And then we forgot the camera one day. <laughs> no, that didn't happen actually. Uh, well, actually, it did, but that was before the meeting. That so. was it. Well, it was we were doing a video and a headshot, and I did not have the still camera. But. Um, so wrapping, kind of starting to wrap this up here because I want to keep this conversation part for our podcast down to a certain amount of time. Um, build a brand. Uh, build a brand based on what you're good at. So we have a brand that has a really dumb name. 
but, yeah. but it's real simple. It is, it is really dumb. And we thought, since it was so simple, we do vids, it was so simple um, that no one could mess it up. But when we went to the bank to open our business account, <laughs> bless her heart, I, this one was so cute. She said, we do vids. Oh, we do vids. We do vids. So we kind of say that as a joke now. But, you know, we also do stuff for clients like... Um, it also doesn't cause you to have a long email like Sarah Bennett photography is a big long there's yeah, never any was, square enough squares to put that in that was actually one of the things I we wanted a short URL for the website floating heart was too long a short um, and short email so it could just be what? Brian at WDB Sarah yes, yes, right. yeah and um, uh, no we, no words that you that. can misspell let's get into the fucking Email thing. The F word. Oh, I know. Whatever. I could be a Marcus right out. I don't care. Um, I could beat myself out too. He's getting rid of the up. email. The email. Like, if you show up, um, if you have a business card and you hand it to some business person, and expect them to um, sign a large contract when it's um, when it's Jack one eight seven two. Um, at Hotmail. Flirty Jack one eight seven two at AOL.com, and that's your email address on your business card. Just give it up. You're not going to get that. Um, Actually, you know what? Uh, and this, I have to say this. I don't. There is judging people, uh, and then there's judging people. I mean, if you judge someone just by looking at them, whatever. But uh, in business, you will be judged by your email. If you I do, are, I, I have for years. If you are Sarah Bennett 07 at AOL.com, people are going to be like. What I do is if I see that, I know that I'm dealing with somebody that maybe is older and maybe does not have a lot of technology experience. So that is definitely judging somebody. But have we not been right? I look at it like this. If you're AOL and we send you a download link for a video, first of all, you're not going to know what to do with the video. You're not going to know how to download it. If you have a Yahoo Probably the same. If you have Gmail, you might figure it out. Yeah. And we're not saying those are terrible them. things. Um, we just are saying that, uh, I, I'm just saying that I wouldn't use um, some email for providers because I wouldn't want anyone to think, um, use anyone your, to judge me the way I have judged others. Get a domain <laughs> name. Now, I see yeah. a lot of people with domain names. Well, people don't know they can then, get a domain name and free service. An email, email like most break. most web hosting things, if you have a domain name, you get email with it. And, but people just want to stick with their uh, Gmail or whatever. Because it's so established, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can still keep You that. want to have on your business card, you want your branding on that email address, right. you know? Um, like uh, Sarah at WeDoVids.com. Zoho Mail does this for free. Yeah, we run our own servers, and I won't run a mail server, but uh, we just had a friend who just ran into some problem with email with their host. They would need to have their email somewhere. Zoho.com, you get five email addresses for free. Right, and they can be your domain. And it's domain, a, it's right. a, Yeah, it's your own domain. It's a little technical setup, but... Yeah, and it um, is hard It is hard to let go of that Gmail account when you have, like, Google... Uh, keep it. You know, keep it, but uh, that's just something you and I use together. No one else has that. Um, yeah, keep it. Well... I mean, we use our Gmail accounts for Google Drive. Right, yeah, Google like Drive, that. those kind of things, uh, yes. Calendar. We're um, not against these things. Um, but, I mean, don't put it on your business card. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. If you do, list it as a personal. Um, I mean, which goes to building your brand. Like, have a brand. Like, what is your brand? You know, one of the weird things, um, our logo 
somehow, and like everything about our logo and our brand is kind of accidental. The whole wedovids.com, the fact that the thing says WDV yeah. is all kind of accidental. It just happened one day, right? Yeah. And, and it's uh, weird because people think we're a television station. We used which to watch. Okay. That's, that's exactly totally what. Fine. That's exactly what. I think what it's it the W for. that that makes it that way, and that's okay. That was accidental, though. Well, we if get, we were on the West Coast, right. we'd have to find a name with a K. We got because lucky. On the other yes, side of right. So. We got lucky, but but I mean, if you just do it, even if it's stupid, we we got a client shooting. Just do it anyway. Yeah, we get a client who wants us to shoot their event, and you know, we have our little uh, lanyards on. And it says WDV. It's one letter short of any television station. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "Oh, what channel is that?" And yeah. They're like, it's the channel you don't watch. Um, <laughs> but well, uh, it still is something that people take note of. But it stands out. It does. Um, yes. WDV. It's real simple, and I think that's why it stands out. When we um, our shirts are all destroyed, pretty much, but we had them everywhere. People were starting to take note of the same people everywhere, because we had the lanyards, we had the shirts. Whatever. Don't put it on your car. I've seen some advice recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're putting... a target for drop. And this has happened to me. I did not brand my car. I let someone in my neighborhood know that I was a photographer, and I got robbed of everything that was in there. It was just some backup cameras and, and some lights, but it was still $4,000 worth of stuff, uh, which I used it, the insurance if... money to, to get better stuff, but still... You're just asking to if be If you're wrong. going on location, you never know where you're going to be, and you're just putting a big red target on your car. You <laughs> I know? agree. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. I think um, if you got to put all your stuff in a van, you got that much equipment, make it just a plain white van, you know? Yeah. Um, put, put on free candy on the side, and people will surely avoid you. Um, so, I, so, yeah, use your brand to your advantage. I think we got lucky because it was simple. WDV. Yeah, we, we made a lucky, lucky, not quite a mistake. Yeah, I just got drunk and was like, how about we do vids? Actually, I think it was my nephew. I got drunk with my nephew. I was like, hey, what's up? No, I said we do vids or floating carp. Those were the choices. Is that what it was? That's what it was. I was laying was in the we bed. We do videos, I think is what you said. Laying in the bed as down. in his mother's basement on an air mattress, laying in the bed, dozing off. What are we going to call our business? We do vids or floating carp was what it came down to. And I think he said we do vids. Your nephew. We do videos, is what you said. He said, how about we do vids, because it wasn't available. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and I think, like, back to what I was saying, you know, so we did, kept the branding. What, always look at what are you doing shitty? Like, and how can you do it better? Saying bad words on live streams. Um, I think it's okay. Um, what are you doing shitty, and what can you do to make it not shitty? Like, seriously. What's saying shitty? It's shitty. Okay. Shitty, 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 bang, bang. He keeps saying shitty and it's shitty. So, I mean, what can you do to make it better? And I, I feel like we keep going through this. This is, um, we actually do have these, like, kind of regular meetings that are irregular. And we're just like, okay, so we really sucked at this. We went into the shoot and it was a nightmare and we sucked. And we did everything we could to fix it for the client. They seemed happy because they don't pick up on all the mistakes that we feel like we made. I just found a quote in Professional Photographers of America's magazine. Somebody had quoted this and, and, and it's really stuck with me. You always kind of feel like you're not quite there, like you haven't arrived, like you're behind. Because your vision is always like 10 steps ahead of what you're actually doing. And by the time you catch up with that, your vision has progressed into something else um, even bigger. So when you're in this uh, moment of, oh, I'm not where I want to be, it's, it's good. You're where you need to be. So that's brought me a lot of comfort with 
being stuck in a dusty, sandy place that I can't paint because I'm old. Yeah, and well, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, um, which kind of brings me to don't, um, don't not take a chance because it's uncomfortable. Like, oh no, we would, we're not, we could never do that. We, that's just, that's, that's crazy for us because we do this. Like, just take that chance. Or actually take the chance on listening to somebody else. Um, we have somebody that ha has a lot of influence on our business and we have both looked at each other and been like, he is out of his mind. And then we have tried it and it has worked. Don't be afraid to listen to someone, especially someone who knows business. Um, yeah, not the know. creative. I, I, the creative is going to tell you something totally different. The businessman, I think, is the one you want to listen to. Well, you know, and stick with the winners. So that advice you're talking about, um, we uh, a lot of times when we're trying to do a pricing, we're like, we base the pricing on what we think is too expensive or too cheap. Right. But and we are people who have lived a, a kind of a, around the poverty level our whole life. So price is everything to us. There are people, yeah, I'm going to go. Price is I, not I, everything I, to a business that has the money to spend. Yeah, I'll go to the dollar store because, you know, like that's. Because price is, 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 is very valuable to us because it's always influenced whether we have or don't have something. So we, got, so we assume it's that way for everyone and it, is, it really isn't. We got some advice on a contract. It's like when we... Um, when we do the um, our pricings, our proposals, it's really broken down. Hey, just don't break it down as much. If they ask, uh, break it down. <coughs> the and only thing, said, the only, my only argument with that is that we need to break it down to explain to them the importance of pre-production. But that that is totally different than putting our pricing out there. Um, and the pricing is always a just a vague uh, guess. So I went out of my way with a really big project that I don't know. I think my, initially it was going to be like a couple thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm, I don't feel right doing this. I'm going to, this is going to be close to a $7,000 project as opposed to a $2,000 project. And I think we just heard a couple of days ago that we pretty much, I think we have it. Um, right. And it looks like we have it. $7,000 for the, for the, for what we were doing is not much. I, I, I mean... Uh, we're at the point where a lot of people will call and say, hey, how much is a one-minute video? And there are so many variables. When you start to talk about the variables, people think you might be trying to scam them. Yeah, what do you um, say with well, how much is a three-minute video? Do right, we need stuntmen? Does anybody stunt else men? go through this? Do um, we need stuntmen? Do we need right, yes. pyrotechnics? What, what, what we, what how many we, locations? What we do on that initial contact is try to get them to reach out, and then we go over what their needs are. Sometimes it is a very urgent thing. Like, I need this on Thursday. We just did one. We just did that. We heard about it on the weekend. We had to be there Thursday. It was something that was going to be very tricky to uh, record, and this person was on a tight budget. Actually, we didn't know it was going to be tricky to record. Actually, I did. Th that person... Um, was a, we only took this job because that person was a very passionate artist like we are, and we were able to uh, to to fit her budget. But uh, uh, sometimes it's really hard to let people know that you know if you want really really quality sound recording, you have to we have to know exactly what's going to happen. And they didn't even know that. So a lot of times right. with video, it's on the fly, and it makes it really hard. I think. Um, what's your worth? My worth. Let's reload. Um, Eleven fifty, because I've been given good advice. Yeah, you have. But if you don't give me a bathroom break, you're probably going to go really low. We're gonna wrap it up, I think, in a, in a, in a second here. Um, 
I'm going to float away. Yeah, so don't price. Like, don't feel... So, go out of your comfort zone. Just period. Go out of your comfort zone. It's, um... You might be surprised. You know, we get uh, queries from our website all the time. And, um... You know, we, we don't know. Like, you got... Can you record my band? My friend was going to do it. And we're like, you know, it's... It's going to be $700 for us to show up, yeah. let alone the editing and whatever else. Because I don't want to do... For a half day. On camera, in camera sound. I mean, I'm not... That's not... If you want that, that's fine. I'm not the person that you want to use to do that because I'm going to um, give you meticulously recorded sound, but it's going to cost money, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to lower my standard of capture because you don't have the budget. I mean, you can literally have someone do it with their phone if that's what you need. And that's not criticizing anyone in any way. Um, I just, what we do is done a certain way and right. it may not be right for you. You may want something that's gonna be a lot cheaper. You may want a production that's gonna be a lot more expensive. Um, it, it's recognizing what the person needs and deciding, um, you know, rather than just taking everything you get, Deciding is this going to be right for this person? I don't want to charge someone seven thousand dollars when they want a phone video. You know, they can ask right. somebody who who does phone video, and there are people who Whoa. do. And it's no criticism on them if they do camera in sound uh, live footage. That is, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. I don't want to do that. I want to do something that's going to sound like a, uh, a Broadway recorded performance, you know? Right, it's like, don't make your live stream with your vertical video with your phone and your sound that where your person's talking like 20 miles away. No, make it like the Oscars, like a production. Well, if you which can. Which is what we do. It's a, sometimes vertical video with crappy sound is totally fine. We have showed up at places. We're just not gonna do that. We've done some last minute stuff and showed up and we, we don't know these people from anybody. They found us on the website, and maybe it wasn't exactly what we would have charged, but it was like, okay, an hour and a half, we can do it. Still going to haul all that stuff out there, and they look at us like, wow, I wasn't expecting all this. Right, like, and sometimes that might not be right. They may not want that. Yeah, um, they might not, yeah. They may want something a little simpler, but we are not your person if you want that. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, again, find your niche. Um, find your niche. Don't do everything. Pick the things you do well. So we're hitting our 40 minute mark on the segment on the, what's going to be our podcast. So I think we're going to wrap it up. If you have questions, like feel free or to reach Or advice, out. or you want to um, collaborate or, or, or team up and, and you know. Yeah, especially if you're uh, right here in the area. Maybe there are some things that are a little out of our league that, that you may want to take. Maybe there are some things that, that you might be able to do a little bit easier that we, you know, we definitely want, we're, we do a specific kind of thing and. We want to give the jobs to others that yeah, may suit them. We are looking to partner with marketing companies, um, yes. other editors. Uh, we always seem to we need always another need a shooter. We need a ca camera operator. Camera right? operator a lot because a lot of times you're going to be doing photos. I'm going to be flying or a drone. Or I'm collaborating and between him doing a live stream and 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 my audience and my um, my supervisor or the. the so. As a community, especially locally, we should all be working together. Absolutely. You know? It would definitely, so. there's plenty of work for everybody, guys. And if you don't believe me, reach out and ask, hey, do you need headshots? Do you need video? Yes, they do. And you can get us, you get us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Don't even bother with our Twitter because we don't check it. Um, An email, just like go to our website. Like, and hopefully soon, maybe, maybe we'll do the TikTok because I just love TikTok. I love the dog videos.
That's what I do when I poop. So you don't say poop on a live stream. That's shitty. Fuck off. Um, you definitely don't say <laughs> the f word. Um, so I want to also give. Um, I was supposed to make a list beforehand of people to maybe check out. Um, Cinecom.net is a great one, and um, Marcus Rideout on YouTube. He gives a lot of business advice. Uh, there's another um, person. I'll put it in the comments afterwards. There's like three people. I highly recommend checking out.